Joining us today on Dialogos Radio and the Dialogos interview series for this, the final week of May 2015, is Nikos Logothetis, former vice president of the Greek statistical authority Elstat. Mr. Logothetis, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you for having me, Mr. Nevrodakis. Thank you. To get us started, two years or so ago, we had the opportunity to speak with one of your former colleagues from the Greek Statistical Authority, Zoe Yorganda, regarding the serious allegations being made against the authority regarding the alleged falsification and inflation of Greece's deficit figures, an issue which remains open today, but which many media outlets choose not to cover. Could you share with us an overview of what these allegations entail, and how this alleged falsification of Greece's deficit figures helped bring the country under the supervision of the IMF and the so-called Troika? Right, right. Uh, Troika uh, consists of three members, okay? IMF is one of them. The other is the European Union and the other is the European Central Bank. And uh, before answering your question, let me make an, an informative introduction implicitly linked to how this falsification of Greece's deficit figures led our country to the first memorandum. In um, the capitalist world we live in, a country many times is necessary to rely on international markets for its uh, borrowing needs. In such cases, uh, borrowing can either be easy and painless, in the sense that one can borrow at low interest rates, or it can be difficult and painful. In the case of high interest rates, he who really decides for the country's survival in the globalized lending market. That is, he who usually, not always, but usually decides for the degree of difficulty or easiness of borrowing is not a lender himself who will lend the country, but one international rating agency which has previously rated the country and assigned to it a rank or grade of economic credibility. This grade is inversely proportional to the interest rate that uh, the country will be obliged to agree with the lenders for the loan. The lower the country's grade of economic credibility, the higher the loan's interest rate will be. The loan agreement is eventually materializing in the form of a bond. The borrower issues a bond of an agreed time duration, and this bond represents the amount of money of the loan. The internationally agreed name for this interest rate associated with this bond okay, is an apparently innocent one. These are called spreads. Uh, therefore, the lower the country's grade of economic stability, the higher the associated spreads for the country's bonds, and consequently, the higher the difficulty for this country to borrow from the international markets. Of course, the international rating agencies are not the only influencing factors for the increase of the spreads for the country's bonds. Spreads can be <coughs> negatively affected by certain events that happen uh, inside the country, that happen to emerge either by chance or internationally happen, okay, can happen internationally, or, uh, but also inside the country. And they happen to uh, sometimes by chance or intentionally prior to the rating of the agencies. For instance, some unfortunate uh, declarations by important members of the government about the country's uh, high corruption levels or some announcements of arbitrarily inflated statistical data for the country's fiscal deficit. Having said all this, I hope it becomes obvious how much the economic credibility of Greece may depend on external rating agencies 
but also from internal opinion makers who perhaps with intent and for their own reasons wish to undermine the ability of Greece to use the international markets for our uh, borrowing needs at reasonable interest rates. And this was done with the 2009 budget deficit, fiscal deficit. Okay, In fact, everything that could adversely affect our ability to borrow from the markets took place. And it took place almost from the very first day that PASOK government, the PASOK uh, party took power in the October 2009 elections. And the most important event that happened in the months that followed was that uh, the 2009 deficit was distorted, was uh, swelled arbitrarily through the breach of the relevant European regulations, resulting in soaring spreads and in the complete inability of Greece to borrow from the open market. But this has actually opened widely the door for IMS and Troika's entry, not only to Greece, but also to Europe. History should not be forged or falsified, especially when there is compelling evidence in relation to this. Uh, what happened with the budget deficit of 2009 is a brutal distortion of the truth and became the pretext to change the whole political map of Greece and the structure of Greek society. It was not really necessary for Troika and IMF to come and dominate for years the economic life of Greece. Our country's fiscal problem was certainly large in terms of 2009, okay, within the context of an international economic crisis, which, um, of course, significantly aggravated the problem, but it was manageable within a strict but uh, mild, not uh, violent and antisocial fiscal adjustment. But it seems that IMF's entrance into Europe was uh, pre-decided for reasons uh, such as the financial bailout of IMF itself. Actually, IMF had uh, income problems at the time. And for the fact that German and French banks were keen to get rid of their uh, toxic bonds held by them. In order to achieve all this, there was a need to find a suitable guinea pig uh, which would be used as an example to avoid or to, to use for other European countries, especially those that may have similar fiscal problems. And Greece was chosen to be this guinea pig. And uh, the only scientific way that could think of, that they could think of, okay, the, which would justify our entrance to Troika's memoranda, was the swelling of the 2009 deficit figure, which was known that would bring about a large increase in spread. Pasok was in power less than three weeks, and uh, the deficit suddenly, the deficit of 2009, okay, was suddenly declared double than uh, what was estimated by the previous government. Uh, and it was decided as such, unsubstantiated and without any justification. And the publication of arbitrarily inflated deficit data uh, continued in the months that followed. In parallel with disdainful statements by senior executives of uh, the government about governing a corrupted country and so on. You see, the target was to raise the deficit to, uh, to the level greater than the largest in Europe at the time, which was that of Ireland. This target was not only reached, but also far uh, surpassed uh, thanks to the Eurostat-led statistical alchemies of the president of Alstat, Andreas Georgiou, 
who, having silenced the Elstad management board, certified on his own in November of 10, 2010, the falsely inflated 2009 deficit, an action being actually considered now as a criminal felony for which he is being prosecuted. What would the correct economic figures for Greece at that time, in 2009 and 2010, have shown, Mr. Logothetis? Right, right. Uh, shortly before PASOK took power in October uh, 2009, the spreads on Greek bonds did not exceed 140 base points, 140. This means that at that time we could borrow from the markets with a comfortable rate of 1.5%. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing this out, this out because, incidentally, I remind you that six months later, the interest rate of the loan agreement under the so-called life-saving memorandum was fixed by Troika at 4.5%. In other words, we used to, to, to borrow with 1.5% interest rate, and we were saved, uh, in inverted commas, okay, by paying a 45 interest rate. Of course, um, as I said before, our country's fiscal problems were certainly large in 2009 within the context of the international economic crisis, but it was manageable within a strict but mild, not violent, not violent or not antisocial fiscal adjustment. But uh, what happened? A brutal adjustment happened. The memoranda agreements happened, which um, cruelly hit uh, the social fabric and productive base of our country, and whose uh, nightmarish and disastrous consequences will remain, will be felt uh, for many years to come. It all started from uh, an ongoing effort of the illegal uh, swelling of the 2009 deficit in order for it to inhibit Greece's efforts of borrowing from the open market. Uh, that was probably Brick land. Uh, how can you otherwise explain the fact that uh, even after the arbitrary doubling of the deficit, about the beginning of 2010, a 25 billion euros loan was offered to Greece at a reasonable interest rate, something that would avoid the future nightmare of a memorandum, of Troika's memorandum. But this offer was refused by the Pashov government, although it was known that by June this year would, uh, we would need uh, 17 billion euros to pay on, on, on past loans. On the contrary, what happened, the regular bulletin of continuously soaring deficit rates continued, okay, resulting uh, initially to the signing of the first loan agreement under the first memorandum in May 2010. But even if the situation stopped there, suppose the situation stopped there, we didn't continue with uh, Troika or we finished with it somehow, we would not need to suffer a second memorandum and uh, be opposed to uh, the wild tax measures from which we're still suffering today. We wouldn't have to, to suffer that if the situation stopped there. Uh, but Mr. Georgiou, a former IMF official, okay, and president of Elstad from June 2010 onwards, had other plans, a rather externally guided plan. With the publication by him of the final deficit falsely expanded figure of 17.5% almost percent. The first memorandum was legalized in a way, a wide door opened for the second memorandum because the first was not sufficient anymore. And worst of all, the adoption of disastrous tax measures on the back of Greek people was justified because a paragraph of the first memorandum for, who's, uh, for those who have read it anyway, because actually I heard that some members of the parliament voted for it without reading it, 
a paragraph of this first memorandum uh, is supposed to be saying that the measures to be taken on the future, in the future would be adjusted proportionally to the statistical data that would be surfaced in the future. And what better than the statistical figure of the expanded deficit of 9 to 9, 2009, in order for the onerous measures to be implemented, which uh, deficit sent uh, the financial credibility of our country to unprecedented debts and the spreads for our bonds to unprecedented heights, and which um, deficit was certified and published only by Mr. Georgiou in November of 2010 because he made sure by then, with the help of Eurostat, to silence and to deactivate the rest of the board, the board of Elstat. Of Elstat. We are on the air with the former vice president of the Greek Statistical Authority, Nikos Logothetis, here on the Alagos Radio and in the Alagos interview series. And Mr. Logothetis, the allegations that were made led to the filing of criminal charges against the president of the Greek Statistical Authority, Andreas Yoriu. What is the current status of the investigation against Mr. Yoriu and with regards to these allegations? It was heard, for instance, about a year ago that the prosecutor who was investigating this issue had disciplinary actions taken against her. There was, first of all, an economic crimes prosecutor, Mr. Gregory Peponis. Now, he prepared the original court file uh, together with, a, with an order for main interrogation. That court file was sent on uh, January of 2013 as urgent to this lady that you mentioned, the fifth special investigating magistrate, Mrs. Pediaditi. Mrs. Pediaditi, without even having called the accused for interrogation, as the economic crimes prosecutor, Mr. Peponis, uh, ordered, uh, she proposed that the prosecution against your use should be stopped, whereas Mr. Bruconius was saying that the prosecution should go to court and uh, your year indicted. Me and Mrs. Uh, Jorganda, the ex-member of, uh, of the Council of Health, denounced this um, irregular, the irregular, really investigated procedure followed by Ms. Pediaditi. And as a result, Mrs. Pediaditi was prosecuted disciplinarily. Uh, while um, further research is taking place this moment against her for concealing and falsifying important testimony documents. On July the 14th, uh, the Court of Appeals, after a thorough examination and taking into account our, um, our denunciation, let's say, and also taking into account the submitted uh, memos of uh, related and affected civil parties, issued an ordinance rejecting the decision and the proposal of Ms. Pediaditi and ordering the continuation of the main in investigation. Uh, that is as though that the investigation of Ms. Pediaditi never happened. Okay, so um, ordered the continuation of the main investigation against your yield. The matter is now in its final stage to be decided by the Court of Appeals about whether your yield will eventually be indicted or not. This is the situation at the moment. Now, if I am not mistaken, Mr. Logothetis, prior to attaining his current post in the Greek Statistical Authority, Mr. Yoriu was employed by the International Monetary Fund. Is this indeed the case? And could you also tell us more about Mr. Yoriu's background and his qualifications for this position? Yes, yes, uh, you're right. Uh, she was, he, was, uh, he was employed by the International Monetary Fund. Um, on, June, um, on June the 10th, June uh, 2010, uh, the members of the Council of Elstat 
statistical board, okay, um, were designed, uh, defined, we say, designated, were designated by the parliament, a Greek parliament, and the Ministry of Finance published a related uh, press release referring to Mr. Georgiou as the deputy head of that Department of Statistics of the International Monetary Fund. Department of Statistics is it's a very big department. Um, and he was called in this press release as a, as a deputy head of the Department of Statistics uh, of IMF. Uh, but as it was proven later, Mr. Georgiou was actually deputy head of a subdivision in the Department of Statistics, a very small subdivision in the Department of Statistics of IMF, namely the Financial Institutional Division, which has nothing to do with statistics. <laughs> okay. And I wonder how many divisions are in this large Department of Statistics of IMF. But centrally, he was not deputy head of that Department of Statistics, as misleadingly uh, promoted with the original press release by the Ministry of Finance in, in June of 2010. Uh, indeed, any reference in the financial institution divisions, either by in the press release or in the CV, the curriculum vitae of Georgiou, was conveniently omitted. Um, why this uh, misleading message by the Ministry in favor of Georgiou? Uh, was it uh, maybe in order to highlight the supposed extensive experience of Georgiou in statistical matters? In fact, he had no knowledge of statistics. He was an economist, but with no knowledge of statistics. Or uh, maybe in order to highlight uh, his supposed great management ability uh, at a large statistical agency and thus justify uh, his choice from Mr. Papak Gostandinu, you know, the Minister of Finance at the time, as the president of the Pellestat. Why all this deception and falsification of truth by the Minister of Finance? Was, uh, has, uh, has the ministry the right to issue false and misleading press releases to all Greek media, and therefore to all the whole Greece? I wonder if this should also be investigated by public prosecutors. Uh, but really, wasn't it possible to find, at that crucial time for Greece, a real specialist in the statistical science and management, as required by law, for the crucial position of the president of Elstad? Or maybe it was pre-specified, pre-planned from the beginning, perhaps from IMF itself, one of the Troika's three members, okay, to install a certain person with certain prescribed tasks. Maybe that was the case. About a year ago, Panayotis Lafazanis of Syriza, which was still the main opposition party at the time, stated that the fact that Mr. Yoriu remains as president of the Greek Statistical Authority is a scandal, and yet he still remains as president even under the new Syriza government. What does his continued presence in this position mean for Greece and the economic governance of the country, in your view? Yes, Mr. Lafazanis of Syriza is the most outspoken person of uh, the government. Uh, against Georgiou, I must say. Uh, but, uh, you know, according to reliable information, immediately after the prosecution of Georgiou by the financial prosecutor, Mr. Peponius, a strict message was sent from Berlin to the Greek side not to proceed with any replacement of Georgiou in Elstad. Uh, uh, and also while, you know, there was a discontent expressed for the prosecution brought against him by justice. Uh, this was an unprecedented externally directed intervention to the internal affairs of the Greek justice. 
But there is a Berlin protection shield, uh, you know, this Berlin protection shield certainly was not put by accident. Rather, it serves um, the strategic goals of Germany and the austerity policies uh, for Greece and Cyprus, actually, you know, uh, at the time he served and he still serves it. So they still keep him there. And it's really, it's really outrageous for someone guilty of a felony. Uh, punishable by a sentence of life imprisonment to maintain the position of Elstad president, and uh, which is a very delicate position um, in wherever six months he continues to certify and publish data on debt and deficit of Greece. Uh, data that we all know now that uh, how, how negatively or positively can influence the financial policies of our country for now and for the immediate future. Um, since it has uh, already been proven uh, how your year was guided from external decision makers and how his arbitrary uh, unilateral actions about the fiscal deficit of 2009 affected the intimidation by the previous governments of disastrous measures against our people, it is really the, uh, the least, we can say, um, uh, unacceptable to retain his post as if nothing had happened during the, his tenure so far in Elstad. We are on the air with the former vice president of the Greek Statistical Authority, Nikos Logothetis, here on the Alagos Radio and the Alagos Interview Series. And Mr. Logothetis, prior to this year's Greek parliamentary elections, Dimitris Papadimoulis, who is a member of the European Parliament with Syriza, claimed that the case involving the allegations against the Greek Statistical Authority will be brought before the European Parliament. Has this case indeed been examined by any European Union authorities? Well, from what I have heard personally so far, might be wrong, but what I have heard so far, this issue has never seriously preoccupied the European authorities. Despite the recent intervention of Mr. Papadimoulis, he is now elected as a European member of the parliament. And also, despite the remarkable efforts of Mr. Houdis during his term uh, as a member of the parliament of uh, Europe in the previous Euro parliament, um, but this is not surprising, I think. It is not in, it's not in the interest of anyone in Europe to discuss such a cru- crucial ma- uh, issue um, because many truths may come to the surface, you know, in, the, in relation to the reasons for the imposition on us of all these nightmarish medieval <laughs> memoranda, medieval memoranda. In, imagine a possible debate where it's proven that all was made. All were made in order to rescue the, Frank, the, the French German banks. What would then they say? What would they then say, or decide in the European Parliament? Uh, but um, I believe it is uh, up to us to to cause such a discussion in the near future. Uh, if indeed the case of your is brought to court, and we we um, are vindicated in a way, okay? We, we have every right to demand compensation from Europe uh, since they were the ones who led us uh, into this economic uh, destruction, you know. Uh, compensation for the damage caused to our country. Uh, there is a law, European law, which permits that. Um, the damage so far that uh, has been estimated to exceed 200 billion euros. Uh, and that is probably the biggest economic and political weapon we have um, and we must use. 
prior to this year's parliamentary elections, aside from the statements made by Mr. Papadimoulis of Syriza, it had also been reported in the press that the prior New Democracy and PASOK coalition government had requested from the Greek Statistical Authority to delay the publication of Greece's deficit figures. Is this in fact the case? And also, have there been any other actions taken by the Greek Statistical Authority, either before or after the recent elections, which in your view have contributed to the ongoing economic crisis in Greece? Uh, right, it's two questions. The first question about Mr. Vladimir it has been reported, but uh, this statement, but I'm not really aware of the details uh, or about why this happened, or even if it did such a thing happen, uh, the delay of the publication, I mean. Um, but uh, if it happened, it would not be the first time that something like this uh, would happen. The, the, the Pashok government, in agreement with Eurostat, uh, four years ago, apparently, five years ago, apparently commanded your EU to delay publication of the 2001 deficit figures in uh, October 2009, uh, 2010, okay, um, to delay publication of this figure because municipal elections were being held on the 7th of November 2010. Uh, on the 7th of November 2010, uh, uh, it is obvious that uh, the government knew in advance the amount of the deficit which would be published and feared that the effect, the relevant announcement would have on the electorate maybe would be against them. Uh, and while announcements for the final calculated deficit for a specific year are always made in October of next year, the case of 2009 deficit Instead of having the announcement in October of 2010, the announcement was made in November 9th, two days, two days, exactly two days after the municipal elections. Um, this is what I must say. It wouldn't be the first time, just that um, at the moment I don't really uh, know why it was made, if it was made, because uh, we didn't have uh, announcements to be made um, at that period of election, of these latest elections. But it happened before. Now, yes, with the, your second question, if I, if I remember well, uh, whether Elstad um, uh, still uh, uh, contributes to the um, economic crisis and the policies, the pro-historic uh, austerity policies since uh, the last election. Uh, I, I haven't heard of any Elstad actions. Well, by saying Elstad, I mean your EU actions. <laughs> Okay, uh, that took place um, regarding the continuation of pro-austerity policy. Uh, indeed, it would be rather pointless to have been such a, to have such actions uh, at the time when um, the elected government, the new elected government, is negotiating hard uh, on the cancellation of pro-austerity policies. So I, I don't think it would be very uh, very clever uh, on behalf of your EU to 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 uh, have actions regarding the continuation of pro-historical policies. We are on the air with the former vice president of the Greek Statistical Authority, Nikos Logothetis, here on the Alagos Radio and in the Alagos Interview Series. And Mr. Logothetis, the new Syriza-led coalition government has recently established various parliamentary commissions supposedly to investigate the legality of Greece's public debt, as well as the memorandum agreements which were signed by the previous governments. Mrs. Oi Organda recently stated that these commissions are, in essence, nothing more than a public relations stunt. Do you agree with the 
these statements and do you believe that the new government has any genuine willingness to seriously investigate these issues? To be honest, uh, we, you know, uh, I have a great amount of communication with Ms. Yogada and uh, um, I'm sure that uh, she did not use the specific uh, phrase, term, you know, public relations stamp. Um, what happened is that she just uh, disagreed with the current composition of the committee members and has proposed a number of specialized scientists relevant to the topic under study, which uh, this is uh, Kostandopoulou, the Speaker of the House of Parliament, okay, pro- promised to take seriously into consideration and eventually integrate them uh, into the committee. So this is the, 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 the story, and, uh, you know, they never, never called it a, a stunt. Actually, this has been a, a part of it, uh, the last four meetings they had. Uh, if if, if uh, she was so against it, she wouldn't be there at the moment. But, as I said, the only thing that happened is for her to propose certain scientists, which will be taken into consideration by Ms. Constantopoulou, because this, this committee is, is uh, for a long time to come. We will be meeting and we will be uh, researching the relevant data. Uh, surely, at the moment, there are members in this committee which uh, do not have too much um, relation with uh, this matter, apart from uh, some of them. Like, okay, they are serious scientists, but uh, most of them, especially those who came from abroad, um, some of them, not all of them, uh, are not related too much with what happened in Greece in the last five years. So the, the, the logical thing that Ms. Yorga did was to propose um, a number of people who really would help uh, with the committee and help with the matter in, in hand and um, um, help with the whole, the whole story to, to finish quickly and have uh, some uh, reasonable result and uh, beneficial to this country. So this is what happened. Have you or any other whistleblowers from the Greek Statistical Authority been invited to testify or to provide evidence to any of these parliamentary commissions? Yeah, I like the, the, the expression whistleblower. <laughs> I, have, I have been selected as a witness okay, to be invited uh, to appear before the inquiry committee on how we entered uh, the memoranda period okay, five years ago. Um, I've been invited. There, there, there is a, there is a committee which consists of members of parliament. So it, it is not possible for non-members of parliament to become member members of this committee. I'm talking about the the inquiry committee for how we ended up uh, with Troika. Okay. Uh, so uh, I am a member of witness uh, of the list of witnesses. Yorga uh, is a member of witnesses. Yorgi is a member of witnesses of this list of witnesses, and um, I'm just waiting to hear about the day they want me to testify in the parliament, okay, because this is what's happening. Uh, it's a committee of members of parliament. Um, I'm, not, I'm, not, um, uh, I'm, I'm not a member of, uh, of another committee, although, as I said um, before, uh, Ms. Yorgada uh, included me in that list uh, of extra members for the other committee for uh, you know how uh, for the for the um, debt that uh, is uh, looking at the debt uh, problem. But uh, no, at the moment I'm I'm waiting for um, for uh, testif- for a testification, uh, you know, to testify 
uh, in the inquiry committee of how we enter the par- uh, uh, into this memorandum thing of Troika five years ago. What proposals would you like to share with the current Greek government, with Greece's political parties, and with Greece's judicial bodies with regards to the allegations that you and others have made regarding the Greek statistical authority? Right. Um, well, I don't believe that there is a political party these days in Greece which um, does not want to see the truth about uh, your use scandal in relation to the swelling of uh, the deficit. And I'm referring to the name of your view and not to the name of Elstat, because the traitorous management of all statistics is not related with the majority of the Elstat personnel. Uh, actually, many of them would sincerely wish to, to help with the investigation related uh, to your view. Uh, some of them actually even uh, took the risk uh, of dismissal by your view. Uh, and uh, and have um, helped us greatly in the past with important information which substantiates uh, your use wrongdoings. Uh, regarding the Greek uh, justice, I firmly believe uh, in this justice uh, with uh, very few exceptions. Greek uh, judges and prosecutors are impartial and non-discriminatory. Um, in the case of Elstat uh, scandal, I sincerely hope but eventually they will uh, vindicate us. We are speaking with the former Vice President of the Greek Statistical Authority, Nikos Logothetis, here in the Alagos Radio and in the Alagos Interview Series. And Mr. Logothetis, in closing, have spoken in the past about other actions that Greece could undertake with regards to the economic crisis, such as the declaration of a state of necessity. What do you recommend and what would these possible actions entail? Yes, there is uh, this uh, situation of state of necessity. Uh, There is a law. Uh, international law, which permits a, a country who has a, a problem, a fiscal problem mainly, uh, to to call for this state, of, to, to, to say that we are in a state of necessity, we cannot pay you, uh, please wait until we can. Here, so you, you, we can say a, a, a very uh, legal, uh, uh, come when I can, come and I will pay you when I can. Um, that uh, is permitted by law, by international law, um, but um, okay, um, the government didn't seem to, to, to want to do this at the moment. They prefer to discuss with uh, our lenders uh, other uh, directions, fearing perhaps um, that uh, we will be called um, as a bankrupt nation if we do that. But that doesn't mean, uh, as I believe, that uh, it means bankruptcy. My, my, my opinion is that that doesn't mean bankruptcy. That doesn't mean that we have uh, to exit uh, Euro, you know, the Eurozone. Uh, it's just that we can appeal uh, and we can take this uh, uh, opportunity to, to, to say to them a, a very legal uh, wait until I can. And this has happened in the past. There's a president, a legal president, about it. Uh, so uh, we could do it. Um, maybe we will do it eventually if nothing happens out of the discussions that are taking place at the moment. But um, uh, it seems that at the moment is not uh, is not um, a choice for the government. Uh, well, okay, I believe in um, in uh, the okay uh, in the government that uh, we have now, and uh, believe in their efforts to to bring about some kind of a uh, um, solution, agreement, say, with, uh, with our lenders. Uh, so we have to wait. Um, I have to wait to see what happens. Um, that 
that was something that we uh, have done. We have done other things, which are uh, weapons, really. Um, we were talking about the German uh, loan that uh, we gave them uh, during the Second World War. They would never got back um, that, that uh, some people uh, put that uh, amount into over 500 billion euros. Uh, we 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 set we we put that in, on the table of the discussions. We have put that already. We also have put that um, committee about uh, the debt. Uh, really, this committee, the debt we were talking about for this committee for the debt. Uh, the debt could uh, be proven during you know this period that we are researching it. Uh, it could be proven that uh, half of it is illegal. Okay, and against our um, the Greek constitution, so we could end up uh, claiming that uh, we cannot, we will not pay you half of the debt, not because um, uh, we can't, uh, but because it's illegal and we shouldn't have had it so far. And we have this other um, weapon uh, with with the Elstad scandal. As I said before, we can go to Europe, uh, if this thing is proven, okay, um, we can go to Europe and, and demand um, some kind of a correction <laughs> for uh, what uh, they brought us with this uh, Troika kind of uh, project um, to pay the damage that uh, they caused. So we have weapons on the table, which uh, unfortunately are long-term, you know, uh, they will materialize long-term. This uh, one about the state of necessity was a weapon that we could put it in action straight away. Um, but as I said, um, the government knows best. Let's see what uh, happens in the end. Well, Mr. Logothetis, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today here on the Dialogos Radio and in the Dialogos interview series. Uh, I thank you. I thank you very much. <laughs> 